0: Chad is me, host always Brian Dressel. With me as always is Joel Dewitt, Matt Dykes, and Andrew Staten. I don't. even I get a zombie do dog <laughs> this week. No, no, I, I just did none of them because I wanted to see if I could do it as fast as I could and enunciate everything. And I'm pretty sure zombie dog was gonna fuck me up in the middle of your name, so I, I apologize. It's still Matt zombie dog Dykes, of course.
1: It is. Like don't worry, I won't ever
0: forget. But when I'm trying to talk as fast as I possibly can, I, I have to be uh, to be cautious with my time. Um, yeah.
2: <clears throat> that micro-machine's life. That, that zombie died is implied. It's fine. Yeah,
0: the zombie dog is implied. <laughs> uh,
2: so uh, we're,
0: we're back for the uh, the final episode here of uh, Who, What, When, where, and why, why do in the Shadows, which is a bit of a bummer. We we might still come back and do a season two, which is a very strange thing to say at the end of season two finale, um, but a season two of our show and do seasons three and four, but four is not out yet, and we don't know if we like it, so it's going to stay uh, as a potential maybe for the time being. Um but before we uh, we move on to any of that, we got to start saying goodbye to this season, which is it's, honestly it's a bit of a bummer. Uh, yeah, I, I really like season two, uh, which is kind of where I want to start with our wrap up this week. I want to do a roundtable compared to season one. Uh, how do we guys feel about season two?
1: It's at the very least on <clears throat> par with season one, and I actually think it it does manage to improve on season one. As, as crazy as that is to think of, like you know, of all the amazing episodes that are in season one. I think there's mm-hmm. some in season two that are just that bit, that much, that that much more better than uh, than they uh, some of the season one episodes. Like you know, like we have got the uh, the witches one. Like you know, the, the, I I sort of think of the witches is kind of like the trial of season sure. two, um, and that last that last sort of like half of the episode of the witches is just so funny.
0: Oh yeah, the, the last. Back half of that episode is... Not even the back half. I think the entire episode's pretty good. Because, like, you always forget about... Like, you always remember them being, like, on trial with the witches. And then you kind of forget about the Hallway of Doors with Colin Robinson. It's like, oh, yeah. no. Everything <laughs> in this episode is just amazing. Oh, uh, yeah. Joel, Drew, what about you guys?
3: Uh Yeah, no. I kind of feel the uh, the exact same way. Like, it's it definitely didn't go down. It's, I think, a bit of an improvement. Um... But, uh, and the reasons for that are, uh, labeled in my notes that, uh, we were putting together. Um, and I will say the witches is on a lot of my notes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, the, um, I think, uh, <clears throat> I think towards the end of season one and then season two, like they found their stride, um, Although that being said, and spoiler alert, like my least favorite episodes are the first and last of season two. Oh, interesting. I mean, those are Those like the middle I, of
0: the pack for me, but interesting.
3: Yeah, I I put them I put them all on a list, and I was like, which one did I like best out of these? And then, like, the so I found the top ten. Like, I'd cross off the one I liked I liked best, and then I'd go down and go down because otherwise, like, trying to pick. Like, look at all of them and just put them in an order was very tough for me. So I was like, I'm just going to figure out which one I like best and go from there. And, it, I, and it turned out.
0: I wish I'd done that. I just tortured myself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, to be fair, this is the second hardest top ten I've, I've had to do on these podcasts. I think Brian probably will know what the first hardest is because that was just in, insanely difficult.
0: Oh series wrap-up adventure brothers of
1: course it, fucking yeah hell that was impossible 70, yeah. 70 odd episodes was it or something get a top yeah. 10 a list out of that oh, Fucking hell. i ended yeah, up that... like applying an actual mathematical scheme for that
0: it
1: was yeah that was it top five
0: it might have been top five because we don't want to waste time we had so yeah, much to cover it been. yeah we made that thing real tough <laughs> yeah uh but joel what about you what would you think season two?
2: Oh, season two is a big leap ahead of season one uh So I I think, I think to me, a big part of it is that all of the characters sort of come into their own in a big way. Uh, You know, most of the vampires had sort of a, a certain framework established, but all of the characters, including Guillermo have grown and evolved in a way that feel like they're more fully fleshed out characters and they better, I think the actors better understood the parameters of what makes their character, their character, and then understood where they could sort of like toy out walking outside of those bounds, right? And I think another big part to me is that the higher there are higher highs in this season than the first season, in my view. And there's enough of those really high points that it just makes it elevate the season overall for me to where the low ones are probably on par with the low ones of season one to me. So it sort of averages out higher in that way for me.
0: Sure. I think I'm kind of on the the same page you are. Like I think comparing season one to season two i'm like well season two is clearly the better season like i I think it's leaps and bounds better although i think there might i might have laughed harder at some parts in season one like the episode like the baron's night out will always just destroy me when he's (laughs) deflating like a balloon of puce while soaring all around like pizza pie (laughs) 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 like, there's totally few worth it. <laughs> that will make me laugh as hard as that sequence. And I don't think there's anything in season two that got me that good, which is fine. Um, Cause I think overall, I agree with you, Joel, like the, like my MVP for the season totally changed because last season, I think uh, uh, Nadia was already at this level. Like, I think that's why I yep. liked her so much. She knew her character through yep. and through. And that's why she, she was amazing in season one. And then season two, Everyone else has figured out their characters, and now they're at her level. So, like, my MVP was allowed to change because she's not carrying the show in my book anymore. Yeah. Um, So, I I think I agree with you kind of in the macro sense of, like, yeah, no, this is definitely better. Even if I think there might be funnier things in season one, if I have to pick one season to watch, I'm going to two. Yeah, I'm with you.
1: Um, i just watch both of them and be like, fuck you and your rules. I mean, Mm -hmm. yeah, I I agree with you there, too. Like, I
0: I can watch both of these seasons back-to-back. And just have an absolute joy. And then I'll probably continue into Season 3. We'll we we'll, uh, we'll get to that kind of at the end of this. Uh, which I did not put on the the, uh, the script for everybody in this episode. Because I always do that. I always like to leave things off the script. Because, you know, I gotta get your real responses. No, uh, no calculated responses. But we'll get to that. Before we do, I think we should move on to... MVP of the season. I think it'll be easier. I was going to go quotes first. But I think MVP will kind of... We'll lead into quotes a little nicer. But we'll go in reverse order since I'm already kind of talking. So uh, I'll go first. My MVP of this season was Laszlo, which I, I did not expect it to be Laszlo. When I think about it, because, you know, I love Matt Barry, so I always kind of take myself as like, ooh, maybe I'm, a, maybe I'm a bit biased and I'm liking Laszlo just because it's Matt Barry. Uh ah. Going through the quotes, going through the, my episode ranking and everything, almost all of my decisions were based around something that happened to Laszlo and his response. <laughs> so I'm like, I think that's my winner. Yep. uh Joel, you're up.
2: I'm with you. I think it's Laszlo. I uh yep. I, I I think I think we should I think we should specify like Naja is better in this season than last Absolutely, season. Absolutely. Yeah. And part of it is that I think the show understands better how she needs to be integrated into different parts of the, the episodes. But Laszlo is just so consistently persistently funny. And, <laughs> and, and again, like it's the, not just the lines, it's the delivery. It's the, it's expressions on his faces as he says this stuff. And like almost, I don't know. There's such a distance between like his sort of prim and proper, tone and just the completely despicable and crazy shit he says that it just that dissonance makes it all the more hilarious to me
0: you mean like the remove your hand from my wife's Amp- ample but firm backside
2: <laughs> that may or may not have been in my list short list of quotes
0: oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well at least i do exactly what you're talking about so. yeah
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man uh are we gonna keep the lazlo train going matt or do you have somebody else
1: I would agree that Laszlo is the funniest, but in terms of MP, MVP of the season, I kind of looked at it from a different angle. Um, so I went with Guillermo. And the reason okay. I went with Guillermo is because his arc throughout the season keeps pushing the overall story forward. Like, this, this season is kind of Guillermo's story. And it's yep. the story of Guillermo coming into his own and, and, and sort of accepting who he is and, you know, not just being the familiar he is he grows he you know he becomes this badass vampire hunter who also wants to be a vampire and i think it's a really interesting it's a really interesting take on the the idea of a vampire hunter you've got this vampire hunter who is just effortlessly effortlessly, eff, effortlessly killing there you go uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all these vampires nailed it and um <laughs> Yeah, but he wants to be a vampire. And I think it's such an interesting way of approaching that. Like, you know, I've never seen a, a, a series or a film I ever do that. Like, you have a vampire hunter who wants to be a vampire. You know, they always hate vampires, and that's why they're vampire hunters. Um, and it's kind of like, you know, Guillermo's this reluctant vampire hunter who's just really fucking good at it. And yeah, so like in terms of like the MVP of the season, I think it has to be Guillermo just because of that element of it. In I terms of they... like funniness, I would agree 100% Laszlo because every hilarious moment he's around there for some reason. Like the witches one, yes, Nadja is hilarious in that episode, but it's it's her reaction to Laszlo as well, and. Mm-hmm and things like that. And then, of course, you've got Jackie Daytona and all that other uh, crazy stuff. Oh, my God. I think that, uh,
2: nice. that that's a really good angle to take it from Matt. And I, I think one example that I love bringing up when I think about that is the episode of Witches when they first get stuck into that endless door hallway and Nadja and Colin are just like haranguing him the whole time, and then finally, he's just like, "Fuck you guys!" <laughs> yeah, you know the sort of like brazen, really coming to his own side effect of him winning that negotiation with Nandor, and uh, it—he has the most character development. I agree.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with you, Matt. There, but uh, yeah, I'm still—I'm not going to change my answer from Laszlo. But I—I <laughs> I, I think if I—if we we're doing this for season three, or if we ever do this for season three, everything you just said, I would just basically copy and paste and uh, say for him in season three um but i totally got it written
1: down for you then isn't
0: it i mean you know i'll have the file i can transcribe it later it'll be fine uh (laughs) just put it on voice to text yeah there you go that'll that'll work perfectly that'll work work perfectly with my Yorkshire accent
3: you know it's funny because i was watching over some of the episodes again last night i watched like four or five of them just to because i had to figure out which were my favorites and um I actually tried for some of the quotes. I actually just put my phone on voice to text, and it did not work at all. I was ready to <laughs> like, like, type them all out. I was like, "This is bullshit." <clears throat> Technology has uh, failed me. Yeah, god damn it. Um, but yeah, actually, uh, pretty much exactly what Matt said is my answer. Guillermo was my MVP. Um, his story, like his story arc, like he's just he's just working so goddamn hard this entire season. With like everything he has to do, because he's fighting the, um, uh, Vampiric he's fighting council. The familiar stereotype. He's yeah, well yeah, he's literally fighting the vampire council, but um, he's fighting the stereotype. He's fighting um, to be included as one of the group a little bit more, which he finally achieves in season three, which is great. Um, but yeah, it's uh, that's that's my answer, uh, Guillermo for uh, for MVP for the season. He was just. Um he was the the push that everybody else was um using their reactive humor on in a yeah. lot of ways in this in this season.
0: Yeah. And uh, you know, as a as a podcast here, I'm I'm rather happy with that two way tie of Laszlo and Guillermo. Like especially for season two, that feels like a pretty fair tie. Mm. I I think it works. I'm or, just
1: Cornandor is never wh- going to win. <laughs> well, <laughs> no. Weirdly, though, I have a mental image in my head. I've got a tennis court with two Laszlos on one side and two Guillermo's on the other side. It's a very strange mental image.
2: That'd be hilarious.
3: And all of them are doing equally as bad.
1: Yeah.
2: They're <laughs> all just I can't like, imagine be the ball of them playing tennis the very well. Each time. Can, can we set that up in Wii Sports or something? Like <laughs> <laughs> that
0: would be brilliant. That's amazing. Uh, then I can't have my Nandor ball boy though. <laughs> Not the ball far away. <laughs> Fucking guy.
3: Fucking <laughs> guy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's move on to quotes. I uh, I think we be best just kind of like rattle them off. Uh, do we want to keep pinging around,
1: or should we change the order up? We could start with quote two, and then go. No, to no, no. Let, let's uh,
0: <laughs> Let, let's change the order of who's going. Uh, Matt usually has uh, a lot of thought put into his quotes. And then he usually gets mad that he has to do only his three right away. So uh, let's make Matt go first. (laughs) (laughs) Such a dick.
1: I mean, I knew I knew it was coming up. I knew there was going to be some something, some sort of dig at me in there somewhere. Because it's Brian. Matt,
3: please tell me that all your quotes are just one word, and you're just going to rattle them off right now, just to
2: spite him. Well, two of them are bad, so... <laughs> Unfortunately not, no.
1: Swing and uh, a hit. <laughs> so, yeah, number three is... Um, no one here knows I'm a vampire, apart from the people I've drained and killed, but they're dead now, so that <laughs> problem's pretty much solved itself. <laughs> <laughs> number two is... We don't know that is, that is your exact village. That is my village flag on fire in the painting. Well, the pillaging could have been done by anyone. We cannot go jump into conclusions that I am to blame. He's right, my darling. We've got no evidence that that was him. Then what the fuck is Persian Frank Zappa doing on a horse? <laughs> yeah, that's it. <him. laughs> Don't know why, but Persian Frank Zappa just yeah, kills me that, because yeah. that is exactly what Nandor looks like.
3: It hits you right in the cockles of the heart.
1: Yeah,
0: and then and just Matt Berry's. Yep, that's yeah. him. Yep, that's him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, and then with number one, um, she has long dark hair. Have you slept with her? Hello, Judith. What well, unbelievable. <laughs> Nando's got long, long, dark hair and accent. Have you slept with him? And Lazlo just sort of shrugs. I can't believe <laughs> Piss this. You're welcome to his semen's. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that, that's a perfect example of uh, Lazlo express emoting without words and, and it conveying yep. the perfect response. <laughs> oh my God, yes.
0: Um, here, I'm going to go next because I, I have a little bit of overlap with Matt. And I... Let me guess, is and it I... the Judith one? we'll get there (laughs) uh so i'm gonna go with my my i did my quotes a little bit differently and it was uh i went for any quote that just stayed in my head like well after the season like i didn't want to go through my notes i don't want to go through anything just when i think season two what were the quotes that just never left my head that i actually bring up and that's what i thought would be like those were my best quotes because the ones that obviously stuck with me the most um so my number one quote or my number three quote, sorry, uh, of the year was uh, Mark Hamill ordering one human alcohol beer. Oh, because <laughs> <laughs> it's just so good. And I just want to go to bars every time and order like that now. <laughs> just, just hoping that either they're both in on the joke and will laugh or not in on the joke and go what the fuck?
3: Either yeah. way,
1: it's great for me. Yeah, either way, that's a win. <laughs> You should go uh, so, you should go dressed in like old timey clothes as well, like a vampire. I, I
0: absolutely should. I have a coat like the coat with tails. I have one of those and a top hat. I have plenty of stuff to make this happen. Just don't I wear don't two. I don't have a cape. I need a cape.
2: Just don't wear two frills. They'll think you're up for anything. That's true. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. I'm a one frill man. Um
3: I'm a two frill man. I knew you were. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think we all knew you were.
0: So my uh my number I mean, two. <laughs> My number two quote uh, is the last line of the season, and it's just amazing. What a line to go out on. I don't give a fuck what your name is. We had to pick up our laundry.
3: (laughs) 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 That almost made my list.
0: (laughs) It's just such a strong end. Like, There's no way I could forget that line, because it's just so damn good. Uh, And it just
2: undercuts that badass, like, my last name's De La Cruz. (laughs) I'm, I'm like, this this big accent moment that's meant to highlight, like, I am here, and I am a badass. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Anymore.
1: My it's name is Guillermo de la Cruz. so well, too. Guillermo crushes that.
0: My yeah. name is Guillermo de la Cruz. Like, oh,
1: wow. And it's like, wow. Because like, you've got that lingering moment where uh, it's just, like, holds on him as well, looking really badass. And then it's, like, literally yeah. just there in the background, don't give a fuck who you are. We have to look up our own laundry. <laughs> So
0: yeah, that one that one clearly had to take a top spot, and then my number one, Matt already quoted it way better than I have, which is why I wanted to go immediately after him. I'm just gonna take what Matt said and just say my quote was literally just Laszlo's shrug. <laughs> 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 That's what got me. It wasn't all the all the lines around it are great, but it's quite literally. Like, Nandor has long dark hair and an accent. If you slept with him, shrug. Okay. <laughs> It's just too good. It's the I same. Thought, I thought it was gonna be the, the same, Hello Judith bit. That was Judith. really close to the Hello Judith. That one's so Hello good, Judith. but it's that shrug is just so good. It's just <laughs> ten thousand words said in one little. Hmm?
1: Yep.
3: <laughs> it's like Nadia's like little shake of her head when was like N- nothing to do with me. In season one when you're talking about the werewolf trap, like they're just so good at it. Oh yeah. And that's that's the same feeling we get when they're stuck in the well. He's like. We never really got on. No, oh, that's it. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> oh, that's God. Yeah, I forgot about that.
0: <laughs> I, I was really close. Like, uh, was it last season? The one where they're pulling out all the naked photos of Nadia. And they're like, don't look at that. And then she shows the camera with a big slap, happy grin. Like, that was almost a quote for me, too. And it's like, yeah. I just, I love these nonverbal, just total, just reaction moments. Because they just destroy me. Uh, and, and that one for me is the best. It's just nothing but Matt Berry just going, "Hmm, yeah, <laughs> fuck, that's funny."
1: The, the, like the sight gags that this show does are sometimes funnier than the, just the quote, the, like the lines themselves. Like it's it's really visually uh, comedic, I think, and it does it really well. The visual comedy,
0: yeah.
2: All right, uh, Joel. All right. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> I've got... Th- this is tough. All right. Because, <laughs> like we mentioned, I, I've got a few I could rattle off, but uh, we already sort of touched on one. So uh, one of them was... It is uh, from Brain Scramblies. And Laszlo and Nandor are in the bathroom talking about how they need to... Uh, that get, made my list. That's get that so... figured out. Get yeah. their friends knowing their secret figured out and somebody knocks on the door and laszlo does occupado like trying to sort of like he has to think for half a second he says that and then nandor follows up with yes we are taking a nice shit together <laughs> and the the word the name the quote itself is funny but it's also laszlo just like rolling his eyes like i can't believe you just <laughs> did that on top of it Look. I clearly had
0: this handled with Occupado. Right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> See, and the best part
3: of that one for me is the response where it's just, I'll come back. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then later on in the episode, as well, it's like, we're just having a nice human shit together. My God.
2: <laughs> uh, the second one, uh, they were, I think it's the one, Collins' promotion. And uh, Laszlo says something like, That man's a wild card. And then Naji he's not a wild card. He's the card on top of the deck with the instructions printed on.
1: You throw away. Yeah, you throw away. Yeah. That, away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that nail in it made my list as well. I was that was on my list for a bit. <laughs>
0: I'm mean, gonna really. Did, there's one line that none of us have brought up that I'm gonna be a, a little disappointed if it doesn't make the list of
2: anyone's. But but we'll see. I'm guessing, Continue, Joel. I'm guessing I'm not gonna be on that list. Um, the last one here was something that's like it's very in the background. And so just the fact that I caught it at the right time, it slays me each time. But it's, uh, it's the one with that, I think it's the, what episode, the curse, the curse. And uh, Guillermo's trying to call the vampires to warn them that they're heading to their house. And he gets voicemail. And the voicemail message says something like, you've reached the residence of Nandor, Nadja, Laszlo. And then you hear Collins and Robinson just yell in the background, and Colin Robinson. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh God, that is like, and it's like it's such a goddamn funny joke that that just gets steamrolled yeah. by the joke immediately following it, which is also ridiculously funny. Yeah, yeah. Like Guillermo's entire voicemail, then ending with "This is not a joke" is so funny. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but but it's such a small thing that, like you said, everything on top of it to make it easy to overlook it or not yeah. recognize it being there. But just the one time I caught it there, I. I I had to pause and rewind it so Kelly could hear it, too.
0: Like, I equate that to being, like, I've as funny, uh, like, side-splittingly funny as, like, Brian Drew catching the hat crawling away after Laszlo in the, the Night Out episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, we're just chasing after the cab that Laszlo's connected to. Like, it's just one of those, like, if you don't pay attention, you're going to miss it. But if you do, holy shit, is it funny. <laughs>
3: i think that i can't remember i think that might have been my favorite moment of that episode the hat just like
0: (laughs) slinking back to him oh my god it's so
3: funny that hat is just a great macguffin for this entire show it really is it it shows up every once in a while and it's just like yep here we go (laughs) okay so these are in no particular order um I was thinking that we could finish each other off and tell no one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm game if you are. <laughs> and then they walk into the room and the camera... swings so you can look through the door. And Nandor is already looking at him with his hands up, claw style, like... doing the thing that uh-huh. they normally do. Like, and it's one of those things, if you don't catch it, it's not as funny. But you catch it and it's like, wait, what exactly is this going to entail? And then the the door shuts. like, it is, I almost soiled myself the first time I caught it. I was just like, what the fuck is happening? Because I was already laughing at the fact that, yeah, no, they're just going to go jerk each other off. And then. The camera's not allowed in. That's hilarious. Wait, what is Nandor doing? <laughs> Shut, end of episode. It's like, son of a bitch.
0: I think I've laughed so hard at this. The uh, I was thinking, we finish each other off. I've never caught Nandor doing that. And now I'm oh so God. disappointed in myself. Yeah, <laughs> like, I didn't I, I, go back yeah, and like, watch this. Yeah. I was just I, saying, I just learned
1: anything. I, I was just busy <laughs> laughing about the fact that they said they <clears> should um, finish each other off and tell, uh, <clears throat> tell nobody. In front of a camera.
3: I think it's it's candlelight, and it's... Yeah, in front of the camera, exactly. But I think it's candlelight in the room, or it might be no light at all. It might just be ambient light from the outside, but you can just see him. He's standing there, like, claws up, ready to go. My God. And then it cuts. (laughs) It's so funny to me. I'm so disappointed I haven't seen it. I guess I...
0: Oh, no, I have to rewatch this. Dang. Yeah, right? Oh, no. (laughs)
3: Um, it is a problem when I'm trying to play Elden Ring, but you know, whatever. Uh, actually, you know so you what? now that I'm episode. looking at it, that that probably is third in line. Now that I'm think- and I'll I'll do my 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 number two uh, next. Um, I think you just need a little up dog. Can we get some <laughs> <Yes>. now? <laughs> oh my damn it! Oh. Like it's just hands f- down. <laughs> Like one of the perfect examples of this cast just playing off of each other and doing the fucking work and getting the job done for this show. Like, <laughs> come
1: on. I mean, the great thing about that as well is when he finally gets someone to do it, he literally brings his grandmother back as a ghost, <laughs> tells the joke, and then he's like, yeah, I gotta go now. Bye. <laughs> Goddamn. So
3: my number two, like, and the the other one didn't make the list because I, I chose that one over this one. But like, the other one is when it's at the end, the last episode when they're talking about the dry cleaning and Colin Robinson is like, "Look, there's a way." God, am I really gonna do this? There's a way to get your dry cleaning back, what? and he just goes into that whole spiel. It's just great. Um, but the this quote I think is my favorite of the season. Um, and it is it is sent off by the MVP. Um, I'm just another schlub driving around Brooklyn with a bunch of jars full of semen. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's just so down on himself. But apparently that's a thing in Brooklyn because he's just another one of those guys. Like, what
0: the fuck? I forgot you weren't on our episode. We had a little chat about that where we're like... Oh, Oh, really? This probably would be a job. I mean, you do need that stuff in medical
3: scenarios, so somebody has to deliver it. Well, yeah, it's usually the person doing the delivery. Like, you (laughs) usually go to a place and pull out a jar and do it, and you leave it there. You don't transport that shit. You certainly don't bring it from home because they're like, no, 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 (gasps) it has to be done here. Like, Yeah, I'm surprised BRM wouldn't
2: outsource that to Airbnb. Or not Airbnb. <laughs> uh Grubhub or something. That Grubhub <laughs> fucking hilarious. Uber Eats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus.
0: Christ. Just, just get TaskRabbit. It'll be fine. Uber what is. am I doing for you? You're just
3: driving this somewhere. Don't don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't open it either. I'm like transporter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, yeah. You Jason state them the shit out of this. Just don't 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 open it. the package. It never opened the package.
2: Someone's clearly oh used god. that for crime evidence or something, right?
0: Oh, for sure. It's got to be by now. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they need any more evidence for any of these guys. They leave it everywhere. But you know.
3: Mm. Oh my god! Yeah the the goo on the ceiling scene from the end of Ghosts <laughs> oh,
0: that was it's almost an exotephem. Yeah, since it yeah, mine be too. A quote. It was almost yeah. a quote. I'm like, how do I make this work?
3: Uh, yeah. I, I was right there with it because that's the one that I thought of. But then I was watching the like because I went I was gonna go watch Witches again, and I for some reason I I had to stop it at the end, so it picked up right at the end. And then Guillermo said that quote. I was like, "Holy shit, that's that's it. That <laughs> that's is my the favorite quote of the season. I absolutely fucking adore it." Um, but yeah, the uh, yeah the <laughs> the whole the whole process of him just carrying jars of semen around Brooklyn being a vampire slayer and doing the job that he normally does like how often do they come in jars anyway well now he has to set it up oh my god like there's just so much wrong with it
1: <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. It's yeah Don't fantastic. don't dig
0: into that one it's pretty
1: gross I mean I just always assumed you were just scooping it into g- jars
0: oh that's even worse <laughs> just
3: scraping it off the ceiling
0: again at least hand me a, a jar that's already made <laughs> Like I don't want to have to go collect the substance. No, this mental um, image. Scrape it,
1: scrape it off and then, like, you know, yeah. This add is just water.
0: This is supposed to be a fun episode. Now I'm just <laughs> feeling gross. Let's move into our episodes. I, I think we've gotten there, um, unless that was all your quotes, right, Drew? I, yeah, because yeah. your best yeah, was, yeah, okay, that was all three. perfect. That was all three. I all right, just wanted uh, to
1: mention, like, like one of the things that you were saying though about about this the show, like some of the stuff you can't really put it as a quote. It's like you were saying, like the uh, the Laszlo shrug. Yeah. Um, one of my favourite moments in in the series in this season is in uh, on the run, and it's the bit where the the cloth is pulled off the mirror, and you see the little shaker, the little cocktail yeah, little shaker shake. shaking itself. I think it's one of the funniest uh, sight gags. 'Cause Everything then you've got the the immediate thing of like, ah, oh, Charlatan and then and then he goes, Yes, and then he he pulls off his disguise and he's like, Oh, Cravensworth
0: <laughs> Everything about that scene is goddamn hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, Alright, so I'm gonna go first for our ranking of the episodes because I was just so annoyed while making this. I I didn't <laughs> I didn't think this would be nearly as difficult to make as it was. Um but then again here we are uh so my top three are all tied um and then like my bottom three are all tied and then the ones in the middle are actually pretty uh accurately stacked but here we go so my my least favorite episode of the season i don't have a good reason for it it's just that whenever i think back on it there's so little i can remember beyond like a few gags here and there it just doesn't do a lot for me so i'm going number uh eight uh episode eight the collaboration um number f- nine kind of the same sort of thing there's wonderful jokes in it like just side spritting, hilarious jokes but when it comes to like the actual full episode not my favorite i go with the curse uh and then the ending of the tie for the last place uh will be first episode resurrection just not my favorite episode kind of feels like a new pilot like they're trying to bring in more people they are bringing the celebrities who are hilarious i mean Haley Drosman is hilarious in that episode, but it's still it's not my favorite one. Um, so now kind of into the actual ranked. These are probably where they should be. I go Brain Scrambleys, The Return, Ghosts, Nouveau Theater de Vampires. Love all those episodes. They're all great. That eh, Order feels about right to me. And then my top three, in no particular order, but I'm going to list them in an order because that's how words work, Collins Promotion, Witches, The Return.
1: Hmm. You said the return twice. Did I? Yeah.
0: Huh. Well the return's my number one. Do I have eleven on this <laughs> list or did I skip one?
1: <laughs> no, you've missed you've missed on the run.
0: Oh fuck, that's my number yeah. one. Yeah. Um the return was supposed <laughs> to be on the run. I just kept getting the name wrong. So that's my number one. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm even thinking yeah, the one with Mark Hamill, he returns. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Type, 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 correct title, On the Run. That's what I was referring to. Um, (laughs) But, like, in all honesty, like, between Collins' promotion, Witches, and On the Run, I can actually name the title right, I I can't tell you which one's better. Like, going into this season, I would have thought, like, vehemently On the Run because of everything we were just saying, like, with that scene with Mark Hamill in the, the bar with the shaker and everything. And it's just unbelievably funny. But as we were going through these episodes and reviewing them, Witches destroyed me. Um, from everything from the infinity hallway with the doors to the the actual trial to the Judith moment, all of that is just painfully funny. And then Colin's promotion, like we didn't talk a lot about Colin until now, but Colin has some of the best moments in this entire season. And a lot of them are jam packed into this one episode. Um, yeah, I I I think it's a great season. And me ranking it was very, very difficult. So uh my, my rank is kind of for nothing. Because I'm like, nope, all good. These are the three that I didn't like as much as the rest, but they're still better than most television out there.
3: Mm. So that's me. Who wants to go next? Uh I'll go. Um <clears throat> and simply because uh our list is almost the same for that. Uh so my uh last is the and again, like putting here the uh, the disclaimer that like there really wasn't a bad episode in this season. It's just like some were just much funnier to me than others. So number ten is uh, Nuevo Theater and the Vampires. Like that was the um. It just it just fell into that order for some reason. And number nine was the first episode. Like I said, like the 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 first and last episode of this season were my least favorite but they were still great um number eight was collaboration which ironically was episode eight um, <laughs> uh, and number your seven episode was, 10 was was uh, episode 10 as well was the episode, uh, yeah exactly
0: exactly i'm catching um, a th- uh, pattern here drew that right
3: <laughs> uh number six was ghosts um or sorry, no. Number seven was was ghosts. Number six was the curse. Number five was witches for me, because um, there's some great moments in there. But like, the return was number four, and then three, two, one. But the only the only swap out for this was was the witches uh, uh, for you. But three, two, one was Collins promotion. Brain Stramblies and on the run. And on the run and brain stramblies for me was a close was a close call because like there's so much great uh there's so much greatness happening with Mark Hamill just on the screen and yeah. the over the top <coughs> reactions that they have with each other. But brain Stramblies, like that episode there's so- there's so much great interaction between the vampire and the human beings in that which we don't get to see a whole lot. But the the B-roll or the, the B-side of that episode is Nadia with the little girl that she actually was tormenting her entire <laughs> yeah. life living across the street. And then she finds out that she took her necklace apparently and she just loses her shit acting like a vampire would, instead of trying to be all kind and benevolent to their human. Like, it's just, there's so much juxtaposition in this episode and that interaction between those two, like, especially in the end credits, like, well, could you turn me? Well, yeah, but I mean, you look like you would now. So, oh, well, I'll pass. Like, (laughs) (laughs) it's just great. Like, um, the, the writing and the timing on that episode was, was, Really, really superb, and that's why it, it it was a close second to On the Run for me. I, f-
0: I feel like I did that episode of disservice, leaving it down at number uh, number seven, but I still I'm holding by my list because it, it's what made sense to me at the time. But I, I yeah, no, I exactly. agree with everything you just said. So I feel like I kind of <laughs> fucked up.
3: And I mean, I mean, like I said, like Witches for me was number five, but like it's got, um, I guess like it got my favorite quote of it yeah of the of the season in it so it's a tough season to rank
0: it really really is rank
3: it really is uh joel
0: or matt who wants to go
1: joel why don't you go
0: oh
2: that's very (laughs) gentlemanly of you thank you Um, anyway uh so (laughs) my number 10 was collaboration Um,
0: hey, we agreed.
2: I, I don't think it's a bad episode. I just think the the main story arc and the characters surrounding Guillermo's departure don't really they kind of bristle me in a way. So I, I think that's part of why it didn't quite latch onto me as well. Uh, nine is novo theater de vampires. I I love the premise. I, I in some ways I'm getting a little tired of the vampire council stuff popping up. <laughs> and so I think I think that's part of what made that struggle with me a little bit. Uh, number eight was Resurrection. I did re- rewatch that one recently, and it's definitely still funny, but it's one of those that I almost always forget about when I'm doing season two watches. Uh, mm-hmm. Seven, The Return. Uh, great episode for a lot of reasons, but just doesn't hit quite the same. Sits is Ghosts. Five is Witches. Four is Collins' Promotion. Three is On the Run. Two is The Curse, which surprised me because I was kind of middling on that one. But since it's right after my number one, we ended up sort of like watching it pretty often as sort of a carryover. And it's it's really drone on me. Just the, the events that take place in that episode are inherently silly to me. And then one by mile is Brain Scramblies. Just un, <laughs> undisputed MVP of this season and maybe the whole series for me so far.
0: Wow, you guys are making me feel real bad about putting that at seven.
2: <laughs> you want? Good, good. You should feel bad.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, swim in it. You <laughs>
2: bastard.
0: Yeah, I hope you start crying. <laughs> I mean, I'm, it depends on how high up it is on Matt's list.
3: <laughs>
0: You're gonna be what? crying.
1: Ah, fuck. <laughs> so for me, uh, ten collaboration again. Like I think we've pretty much covered it all. It's there's a few. Really funny moments in it, but just overall, it just—I don't know—it's it, it, it is the sort of like the weakest episode, and it's also—I don't know—it's it's probably the only one that I would skip if I was ever rewatching the season. You know, if I if I could only watch nine episodes, it, that would be the one that I'd probably skip. Because yes, there's there's some funny moments in, and yes, there's a, there's a lot of character development, but I don't know—it just doesn't work as well as the rest of the episodes. Um, but it's still yeah, a good, I, it's still a great episode. But you know it's, yeah, it's yeah that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. uh, number nine, the curse. Um, again, really great moments with Guillermo. Um, but the the cauldron stuff. I don't know. I, it feels like it's like it's a funny idea but it gets kind of stale really quickly of like, you know, the idea of them trying to get this like forward, this email forward thing. Uh, it just doesn't, it, it kind of feels like, oh, well, we've got this idea, but we don't really know what to do with it. So we'll just put it like a B plot in this more Guillermo centric one. Um, number eight, Nuevo Theater des Vampires. I Don't know if I've even said that right. Um, yeah. Really good episode. Um, as a finale, it's yeah. It, you could like I think we said at the time it could the series could have ended there, and you'd have kind of accepted it. It would have been a weird ending, but it would have been it would have felt like a complete as well. Uh, number seven is ghosts. Number six, the return. Number five, Colin's promotion. Surprisingly higher on my list than all yours is uh, Resurrection at number four. Um, but for me, it's mainly for two reasons, really. Uh, the first one is um, Benedict Wong is just yeah. hilarious. Like everything he says is amazing. Like you know, I cannot stress the two hundred and fifty dollars. Otherwise, the curse. Otherwise, the the spell doesn't work. It just. <laughs> fucking genius like just but
0: texting while doing the spell yeah yeah amazing (laughs) and then
1: scatting as well like yeah (laughs) but the thing that that keeps bringing that higher on my list is literally that one moment with colin robinson talking about what he did at, at summer that he you know he passed his driving license he got his driver's license got a convertible and then blocked up the brooklyn bridge like that every time i think we've mentioned it on like three other episodes as well we've mentioned
0: that was the that was the joker i was hinting at earlier that wasn't in anybody's quotes that i was surprised (laughs) well that's the thing we've brought it up so many times
1: well this is the thing really it's 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 not really so much of a quote it's more the visual aspect of it you know he's there in his convertible he's got a scarf he's got driving (laughs) goggles driving gloves and you know, and he's just there, sort of like you know. Oh, this is as annoying as as it is for you as it is for me. And then he looks to the camera, and has got that <laughs> kind oh, of thing. Yeah, it's it's all the visual <laughs> stuff that makes that so funny, which is why it didn't end up in my quotes list. Sure, but yeah. for that one little moment, that bumped Resurrection up to like two places in my list because it's just so funny. Yeah, I get that. And then my top three, I I, I honestly I cannot choose one that would like these three above each other really. So you got witches brain scramblers, are on the run are all basically joint first for me. Cause, um, yeah. Couldn't choose between them. And it's funny really, because witches always say like it starts off like the first half is just, is not as, it just feels a little bit, I don't know, not as good as the rest of the episode, but the final half of that episode, oh my God, everything, as soon as they get to that, um, Whatever it is, like the the Herbs or New Age store or whatever it, whatever it is, everything from then on is just amazing. Like You've got the stuff with the, the room full of the doors, and then you've got all the stuff with Nandor and Laszlo and the witches. It's just brilliant. It's and then so capped good. off with that ending as well. Like, you know, we should finish each other off and not telling one. <laughs> just brilliant. It's so good. Yeah. It's just so damn good. <laughs>
0: yeah that's it i i think we we got to all of them didn't we i think so yeah so the the one thing that i was going to do is just a final wrap up for our our season two finale here we've all seen season three and we might eventually do an entire season on season three but just a quick round the table we don't have to go too into detail or anything just as our final because usually what we do here is like what would you want from future episodes we already have future episodes so we know what they are what are your feelings on season three like do you think that it follows up the the genius of seasons one and two and that we should recommend season three or what do you guys think and and I, i'll get the ball rolling just so you kind of see what i'm talking about i think season three is a very good season of tv i think it's very funny um but i feel like there's something missing and i can't tell you what it is but it feels like there's some ingredient that's not quite there and it could be because of the way they shot it during COVID, because you can tell there's some clear divide of these people are shooting with these people and these people are shooting with these people that could have pulled me out of it um but i think by and large it's a very funny season they move the needle a lot they're very aware of like the plot um and like keeping the characters moving forward and then it ends i think spectacularly leading up to a season four that's like we need to change the the game here we can't keep doing the yeah. same thing over and over or we're going to start losing people and i, I think season three is very smart in acknowledging that and moving that forward while also unfortunately delivering a season that's not quite as funny as the two that came before it that's kind of my take on it
3: yeah i have to agree with that um i for some reason i see i need to watch it again now because the whole bit about like filming it during covid like, i didn't that really never entered into my head as being part of why that could have been like that, that that might've been like the X factor and why it wasn't great yeah. or as good as the first or second season. So I need to, I need to watch it again, but I, there are definitely some awesome moments in it. Um, I feel like and I, I can't remember if you said this on the air or off the air, but I feel like there was a little bit of disconnection between some of the cast and yeah, what was happening. Like, I feel like for some reason Matt Berry just did not give a fuck during some of the episodes. Um, (laughs) Not that he, not that he would normally. I, yeah, I don't.
0: No, I see what you mean, and I I think personally, I think that comes down to COVID shooting. Like maybe the actor himself was like, "I don't want to be here without a mask doing this," but now I have to. Like who who knows what's going on behind the scenes? But I agree. Yeah. Matt Barry felt like Matt Barry in a few scenes. That wasn't Laszlo. That was an actor being paid to be there. And like, I don't mean to take a shots at the guy because obviously he's incredibly talented and I'm a diehard fan of him, but there were moments that didn't feel like Laszlo, which was that yanked me out of a show. That's been so consistent the whole time
2: for a character yeah. who relies so much on facial expressions and responses. You could tell that there was something not quite there. Apparently.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, I think like, like we said, I think it all comes down to the fact that like, you know, it's, during COVID, we've got some very clear breakups of these characters are being grouped together, these characters are being grouped together. Like, there's a lot of stuff where Laszlo and Colin Robinson are just kind of away from the mm-hmm. from the other two. So it's kind of like you can sort of see, like, oh, well, okay, these, these two actors were in a bubble, these actors were in a bubble, because uh, there's very little of when the whole cauldron's together. There's yeah. a lot of separation in that season, and I think it's... I think that's where it sort of is it is hurt because I think season 1 and 2 are are so great because of how all the characters interact with each other the chemistry between like you know it's difficult to get two actors to have good chemistry it's really difficult to get three it's nigh on impossible to get five actors have yeah. such good chemistry and these guys yeah. do it and it's effort and it feels effortless. It feels yeah. like they have actually been living together for all this time. And to sort of break that up, I I can kind of see that like, you know, maybe they wanted to take it in a bit of a different direction, explore some other relationships, that's fine. But to do it for such a long period of time throughout most of the season, it just felt like it was missing something. And that that's where I sort of stand or, or that's where I sort of like feel on it. And I do agree, like, there are some some episodes where they do sort of feel like, I mean, you can kind of guess where, you know, where they were in, in terms of like where COVID was at the time they were shooting, like how much of a, a, a height that it was at the time, because yeah. you can sort of see that they look a little bit, I don't know, it's not so much burnt out, but, but like they're just kind of there and, and almost like going through the motions a little bit.
0: Yeah, and then it kind of has, like, the the Loki Disney Plus problem of, like, you can see the markers on the floor almost of, like, this is six feet apart. Like, no one can stand, (laughs) like, a certain distance close to each other. Like, it gets kind of weird at points. Mm.
1: Hmm.
0: But, yeah, I I think we all kind of agree. It's a good season. It's just kind of unfortunate following one of the best, like, one, two punches of, like, beginnings of a show ever that you kind of, like, you feel that drop off far more than you do in other shows.
1: I feel like um with covid it was always going to be difficult because of the restrictions that were going to be under in what the, what they could do like filming wise yeah. so I think to to the fact that we got a good season out of it like you know we've got some really funny episodes like there are some episodes which are really funny oh yeah um I think it's kind of a testament to like you know the fact that we do still have a good season it's not like Oh my God! This is—it's kind of like you know. There's some series where you know you can tell where they've shot through curve, and it's a bit like, oh, this feels a bit really laborious to get through it, and it just—it doesn't feel natural. Whereas, like you were saying, like you know, people are quite clearly standing six feet apart from each other.
2: Yeah, they—they should have waited. That—that's my—that's my my short take. I understand business calls and and the, the churn of. Hollywood doesn't stop, but like artistically speaking, if they wanted to maintain the same level of quality without sacrificing it, they should have waited until we were at a period of time where they could produce something more consistent. It's like they split off at times, but they're an ensemble cast. Like they're, they're one piece together. And it reminds me of some of the problems of arrested development in the fourth season where it was clear. They were trying to work around lots of different people's schedules. And so they all got split up in weird ways. It, It, you know, from a quality of television standpoint, that probably would have served it the best. And uh, I may have already let loose in my top ten about why season three also doesn't quite hit the right notes for me. But
0: <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I will still look forward to season four. I will watch every episode as they air, and I'm excited to do it. Like, it didn't lose me. It's just kind of like... It has the potential to lose me now. Which is yeah. so bad. Like what a horrible thing to say at the end of like a show I
2: love. But Well because the the change goes from like I can't wait to see the next episode because I know it's gonna be hilarious to I wanna see the next episode to see what happens. Just like yeah. you mentioned. It does so story spe- you know, specific and focused that, you know, it, it the humor did take a bad seat to some degree.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it, it does sometimes feel like they forgot it was a comedy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's kind of a, kind of a bummer. But as we keep saying, like we do keep having that caveat. It's I would say even with everything we just said, which was even like a little more negative than I I even thought I would have been. But it's still worth watching. I think it's still funny. If you enjoyed the first two seasons, you're still going to enjoy it. Just you oh, know, yes,
1: yeah, it's, it's it's not like Heroes season one to Heroes season two, you know,
0: <laughs> or two to three or three to four. Ooh, man, that show got worse every minute. <laughs>
1: Damn. I mean, yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah.
0: (laughs) So it's not heroes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Noted. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh boy. Uh, I, I think we've done this. Uh, I want to end on a somewhat more positive note, which I I don't really have that much to say because we've been talking for over an hour at this point. So I'm just going to go with, uh, I I really love this show and uh, I'm really, really glad we did the first two seasons of this because this was a blast. Uh, And I I hope you guys agree. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Um, so let, let's, uh, I, I think we can give plugs a break this week. This is not our normal episode. It's a series finale. You guys okay saying, saying no plugs this week?
2: They, yeah, sure. They, yeah. they already know what we're talking about. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, so they already now know that, that I'm s- going to make some sort of joke about butt plugs or sink plugs or something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we all know what we're going to do. So
1: yeah.
0: instead of doing, to forego our normal plugs, I will say be sure to tune in next week. When we start our brand new show, Reggie's Four Barrel Ice Cream, and we're going to talk about the first Phantasm movie, and then uh, moving forward from there, the rest of the Phantasm franchise. Who boy, rewatching the the first do, do, one last night, and then again do,. this morning. Um, Why did you do is good- that?
2: <laughs> <laughs> this
0: is <laughs> this is going to be <laughs> this is going to be a ride, um, and and I uh, and I fully intend to give you Chewie's review every week and uh and i'm hoping if kelly watches along, we can get kelly's point of view too from uh from joel's side because her first take was goddamn hilarious she she um, was both
2: disgusted and refuses to let me watch these alone so yeah
0: oh wow even better <laughs> <laughs> i hate that you have to watch them with me that's, that's perfect that is phantasm in a nutshell uh oh, so well, be sure to i in. love those films i mean i do too i love them so much um tune in next week we'll talk way more about that and uh and drew are you joining us next week i don't remember what you
3: said um uh, no i i probably will not unfortunately um, that's that's a-okay boost. there's a lot of stuff going on right now that i'm trying to get my head around
0: so. okay so we'll see drew again uh in the future we'll, we'll leave that door nice wide open and whenever drew feels like coming back we'll see drew again but thank you drew for joining wow. us for uh what we do in the shadows this this came out of a uh hey we need somebody to join maybe drew would be available you stuck with us throughout the whole thing and what a fun guest you've been
3: thanks man yeah thanks guys it's uh it's been a it's been a blast i uh i really really love this show i am i'm i haven't listened to it yet um i kind of don't want to in the sense that uh um i i know that i can never go back and be a part of it but i haven't listened to the venture brothers one but i love venture brothers so much um and uh, eventually, like I'll be on a road trip, and I'll and I'll start it up. There you go. But, uh- yeah,
1: well, when they do the, the Venture Brothers movie, you can uh, come on, yeah. James, on the inevitable podcast that we'll we be doing of that. Of the,
0: absolutely the be covering that. Yeah, we will yeah.
1: absolutely be covering
0: that. I'm and then so... you'll get the joy of listening to Matt slowly creep his way into this
1: network. <laughs> you <listen> to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, the, the season three finale is the first time I ever recorded a podcast. And then I just, I wouldn't leave. So I was on the season four <laughs> episode as well. I was like, no, 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 no it's fine. I'll, I'll stick around. Playing
2: long game.
0: Love it. <laughs> I mean, it worked out well. I mean, I, I love taking shots at Matt, but this show would not be the same without him. So, uh, and then, you know, I'll say something nice about Joel, too. Joel, you, you stuck around after Resident Evil. Why the fuck you did that? I'll never understand, but thank you for sticking around.
2: <laughs> well, I was I was rewarded this time up until now, so... <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean... yeah, you, This is to, great until Phantasm. <laughs> <laughs> to,
1: to be fair, like, with, um, with the Resident Evil ones, still my favorite episode we've ever recorded of a podcast is still Resident Evil 2.
0: Absolutely. And I say that with all Adventure Brothers and everything we've done here. My favorite thing we've recorded is Resident Evil 2. So funny. (laughs) Just
1: like the the amount I've not laughed so much like recording something just because it was just so much fun to just go through like with everyone. Like, you know, I always find it's, you know, when we've got four people. So like when the episodes where we've had um, all of us able to record It's always a bit more fun because you've got like a few other people throwing something you didn't think of as well.
0: And and Joel's just complete disbelief of Alice
2: running down the wall will always
1: make me. (laughs) To increase the speed of gravity, run down the wall.
2: That'll that'll be one last thoughts I have on my deathbed. I'm sure.
1: (laughs) Increase the speed of gravity.
0: (laughs) Ooh, man. So, uh, so, yeah, I think we've done it. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. This has been an absolute blast. I really hope we do a, a season two to this at some point. Uh, that'll be up to what we do in the shadows. Hope, hopefully they uh, they stay as amazing as they have been. Uh, we'll see you next week with Phantasm, Reggie's four-barrel ice cream. <laughs> Bye. Boy. Bye.
2: fucking